This podcast is part of the Everyday Heroes Podcast Network, the network for first responders and those who support them. Welcome to the Hero Academy podcast, the place where we can celebrate and highlight our frontline heroes. I believe that frontline workers such as nurses, firemen, EMS, police officers, and military are heroes without capes. I don't care about politics, only positivity and purpose. I only care about those that have chosen to serve society. I believe in collaboration over competition. And here, you'll find the secrets and strategies that let ordinary people become extraordinary inside of their passions. Sometimes we'll throw in some simple side hustles that everyday regular people are doing. And sometimes it's things that you could do to make extra money, especially if you're starting to think about retirement and what's next for yourself. Inside this podcast each week, you'll learn from people like you that were working full time, but still found time to create a course, grow a big team, a large audience, or a profitable side hustle. The steps they took and their backstories. The perfect blend of mindset and techniques. I'm your host, David Diem. Now let's get your dream lit for your freedom. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Hero Academy. In this episode, it is my very first fireman. And just to keep things interesting, it's not a fireman, it's a firewoman. And she is dynamite. She likes to shoot guns. She likes to help people. She likes to put out fires. And I'm going to let you listen to her story because it's very inspiring. I hope you enjoy. Hello, hello, Jenna. Hi, David. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I got my workout in this morning. Did you get to work out? I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> you belong to a gym or do you do it in the firehouse? No, I attend the gym uh, in Cooper City. Okay, yeah. I go to LA Fitness because uh, I like to move around to all the different LA Fitnesses, all the different gyms. Oh, that sounds fun. Uh, I have one gym that I go. It's uh, Retro Fitness in Cooper City. Now, how far is the next retro from you? I only know that one. I know they have more gyms, but that's the only one I go to. And it takes me like 30 minutes from my house. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's dedication because that's really far. Yeah, but it's a great gym. Like, I recommend. (laughs) Yeah, I've been to retros before. They have really cool colors inside and uh, everything's new and kept up well. I like the LA near me because I have four different ones that are within 20 minutes of driving. So it's really cool. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I'm in Long Island, New York. Where are you? Uh, Florida. Florida. Okay. East Coast, West Coast, which part? East Coast. East Coast. Cool. I think I'd like to move down to Florida when I retire. <laughs> well, like when I retired, I want to go elsewhere. Uh, I like mountains and cold weather. Wow. So, yeah, it's going to be a completely different uh, Wow. I'm thing. surprised. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised because you're from a Caribbean 
South America. You know what? Before we get into that, why don't you just tell everybody your stories, just because I'm going on and on. Tell everybody, for those that don't know you, about Super Jenna. Uh, okay sounds like a plan uh so i am jenna i am uh, 39 years old originally from brazil i was born and raised there i moved to united states in 2004 with the dream to become a fashion designer here and that didn't work out <laughs> of course <laughs> but um i am actually a fire captain with a a small town uh, volunteer fire department in South Florida. I also work with code enforcement for the same town, and that's actually like uh, my full-time job. Well, other than that, like I'm very loving, uh, motivated, fun, and hard worker. Believe that my work ethic is one of the things that uh, most stands out uh, once people get to know me. I've been married to a police officer for over 10 years. He's the love of my life, my best friend, my other half. I couldn't like had asked for a better husband to join my journey into this life. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't have any kids my own, but uh, I do have a stepdaughter from my husband's first marriage, which I love, adore her. My childhood was healthy and normal. I play a lot mm-hmm. with kids outside. Uh, everything was, you know, fun and great. Uh, my mom raised us by herself. My dad died uh, when I was 10 years old. And um, pretty much she took upon her to have the job of raising two kids by herself. And she did a great job doing that. Again, I was born and raised in Brazil in a small town where everyone knows each other and faith and core values are very capped. And today's day, I try to keep the same core values that was taught to me when I I was a child. In our house in Brazil, it was just me, my mom, my sister, who is two years older than me. As kids, we did not get along too well. (laughs) (laughs) She pretty much had to take care of me. So my mom could work, uh, which was something that was imposed on her uh, because of the circumstances. And it is very common reality in a third world uh, country and sacrifices are made all the time there. I grew up uh, loving art and fashion. And it was the career I chose to pursue after finishing uh, high school. Even though I'm very talented, I got nowhere with fashion and I had to seek something that could provide me with a future. And that's where we are today. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a lot to unpack. So, right. so let's start with your husband being a police officer. That's really cool. Welcome to the family, first of all. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. We are all a big family, police, fire, EMS, military. Yep, we're all one big family. So uh, welcome to the family. How did you meet your husband? We actually met online on a website, a dating website. And I was never like a big... I wouldn't say like outgoing because I am very social in a sense that I can meet people and make friends very easy but uh, I wasn't like super outgoing yeah like to go to parties and stuff so my chances of meeting someone at my local church was 
probably not the best. <laughs> so <laughs> That's cool. I met my girlfriend online too. So everybody meets all different ways, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it worked out perfect. It was the only person I went out on that uh, site it was the first person that actually messaged me. And uh, I deleted the profile as soon as I met him. So <laughs> <laughs> it was that's the lucky a, one, I guess. <laughs> that That's an awesome story. Now, how about the uh, fire department? What were you doing before you joined the fire department? Well, uh, when I first arrived uh, to the United States, my first job was uh, house cleaning and babysitting. So that's how I make my living and uh, got, you know, stabilized and start going after the dream of becoming a fashion designer, not really firefighting. But um, for a couple of years, I work as a um, collections specialist and out of finance. Uh, I'm trilingual, so it fit like perfect for <laughs> that job. And my first, first job here was like coaching Miss Brazil USA, which I was teaching like um, dance and uh, runaway for the girls that competed for that pageant. It was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed that time. And once the auto finance uh, company like faced like a hardship, pretty much was when I had to think what I wanted to do. You know, I stay with them until I was done with paramedic school and uh, fire academy and all that. But um, pretty much because they had to let go on almost everybody through the hardship they were going through at the time. I knew I had to look for something before, you know, they had to let go on me as well. So mm. that's that's when I, for the first time, talked to my husband that I wanted to be a firefighter, which okay. <laughs> he was shocked at first, but uh, he was fully supportive. He knew it, it was perfect for me <laughs> being Jenna. <laughs> uh-huh. Good for you going after something that you wanted, you know, good for you. You really are an inspiration to a lot of women. And even to a lot of men, you're a big inspiration. You know, I just wanted to say that to you. You really are a hero. I love your name on Instagram, Super Jenna. <laughs> you know what? Nobody ever asked me how did that nickname uh, came up. Um, the first time I had a um, personal trainer that uh-huh. I wanted to learn how to work out because a lot of people don't take the time to really learn how to exercise. Yep. And if you don't exercise right, you're not really gaining much about that time you spend at the gym. So I always try to learn the most of it to give the best to try to always do a, a good job no matter what I do, you know. Mm-hmm. And my trainer at the time he will always call me Super Jenna. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, you know what? I'm going to adopt that name because it actually makes me feel like super and empowered, you know, and uh, I want to keep that way, you know, and inspire others that they can be super as well, you know? Yeah. So I just want to tell everybody that hears this episode, if you want to change your name to super whatever, you know what? (laughs) Do it, do it, because Super Jenna decided to do it. Sometimes I'm Super Dave, and uh, right. <laughs> and I wear that title because it does feel good when you call yourself Super. And uh, <laughs> so 
Back to you, though. You said that you're trilingual, so I know you speak Portuguese, you speak English, and what else do you speak? And Spanish. And Spanish, of course. Yeah, Did you Spanish. learn Spanish in the U.S. or in Brazil? No, in Brazil, English was actually the second language taught at school. I went to do a course to learn Spanish. Wow. There. And wow. Uh, yeah, I actually had a very cool instructor that I don't have contact with her anymore. But uh, like she was very inspiring at the time because like the way... Spanish, you know, it's so similar to Portuguese. Yes. There's a lot of things that are very different. And, uh, you know, it was pretty cool to, to learn yes, the language. Yes, 100%. I, I've done a little traveling to Colombia and some other Spanish countries. Have you been to any other South American countries? Not that I recall. No, I don't think so. So you probably get to practice your Spanish in Florida a lot, though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's really cool. And there's also a lot of Brazilians in South Florida, too. There is a lot of us everywhere. Yeah. Now, I know this because of uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. That's why I know. <laughs> do you do Brazilian jiu-jitsu? I know it's uh, becoming a big thing with uh, police officers. I did when I was on the streets. And when I first became a police officer, I actually trained for seven years. And uh, I got my black belt in Japanese jiu-jitsu, but I trained Brazilian jiu-jitsu for about seven years. And I probably would say that I reached the rank of purple belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but um, I don't train anymore. Now I just go to the gym. Okay. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but I love Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I still watch videos on it all the time. But back to you. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But back to you. Uh, what's your role in, in the fire department now? At the moment, uh, I'm a fire captain, pretty much uh, do fire suppression, uh, EMS, and administrative work. And that also includes uh, supervision of others. That's really cool. Uh, do you have any good fire department stories? What's the craziest thing that you can remember or the funniest thing? <laughs> I, <laughs> I will love telling this one. Well, um, <laughs> The first time we got uh, CO2 monitors, they pretty much capture gases. Uh -huh. <laughs> we didn't know how sensitive they were to all gases. So <laughs> I tell everyone, don't fart in front of them <laughs> because they will, they will capture that. So I know that <laughs> a lot of people will think that's disgusting, but that's, I think that's the most funny Oh my I, god, that's I great! That's 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 awesome. <laughs> and so, by the way, once it uh, that thing starts beeping, it doesn't stop, so you can't hide it. Something <laughs> is really not right. And, <laughs> yeah, I won't ask who it was that made it beep, but uh, we'll, right. leave, we'll leave that to our imaginations. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> what made you want to become a firefighter? I wanted to do more for others, be less self-centered. Having a job that has a purpose of saving lives is uh, very, very rewarding. I know it's extremely rewarding. I agree with you a thousand percent. What else are you doing besides the fire department? Well, uh, bodybuilding, but uh, like I wanted to compete again, but uh, I will have to put a hold on that right now. Uh, unfortunately, I torn my meniscus. Oh, no. Yeah. So I'm. 
in a process to have that fixed right now. So I'm even on light duty right now as well. So Okay, so I caught you at a good time. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what made you start bodybuilding? That's That's pretty cool. Well, I did uh, bodybuilding about six years ago, and I wanted to get in in a better shape. Uh, like, I wasn't like super overweight or anything, but uh, it would get there, you know, and it was starting to affect uh, my health with uh, mm-hmm. high cholesterol. And mm-hmm. uh, I even uh, had uh, uh, become like a pre-diabetic, you know, you're not wow. a diabetic, but you're right there. So I had two choices, continues like the path I was like eating whatever I want and you know, being unhealthy or make the change, you know. So I met this uh, bodybuilder guy at the local church where I was a volunteer uh, teaching Bible studies for children. Mm-hmm. And uh, pretty much I decided to try that out. And uh, it was very challenging in a sense that it's not only the physical aspect, it's a lot of mental too. Because once you deprive your body of the things you like to eat and you don't have the same energy to work out, it makes very, very challenging to get to the point where you step on a stage and compete. And uh, I am glad I actually did it. I find that uh, sport very exciting. Wow, that's really impressive. So is that is bodybuilding the thing that you're most passionate about? No, firefighting. Firefighting. Yeah. <laughs> you love it? I love it. Uh, that's my heart and soul. It's there. Like I found uh, a purpose. I found uh, what I want to do until my body cannot physically do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, one of the first pictures I ever saw of you on Instagram was you in tactical fire gear. And I was like, oh, this chick is super cool. <laughs> I actually on set of uh, bunker gear that I use only for training uh-huh. because, you know, you do need to keep your uh, duty gear always in the best uh, condition because that's the one you're going to go into fires and, you know, by training hard and always crawling and doing stuff, you can damage the gear. So I did get my own gear and even uh, the SBA pack that is the air pack we use if well, if we go on an environment that uh, has uh, you know fire that you can't breathe uh, without right. any protection right so you actually are my very first firefighter and I'm very honored to have you <laughs> <laughs> I'm honored to be here <laughs> I said I said I wanted to get you on the show before your Instagram blew up to 500,000 and then and then all of a sudden you couldn't find my messages anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah we kind of took a while to do this podcast but uh, you know we're here that's so- okay I got you now what's the biggest challenge of being a firefighter that uh, other people might think is easy to me for sure is the physical and mental aspect of the job it is very physical demanding and uh, that's where it can get your mind you know once your body get uh, reached to a point where you physically exhausted the mind may talk you to quit but you have to have a greater purpose you know and keep going mm. and then i know just from our 
you know, earlier conversations that you also do code enforcement, which is also pretty cool. Yes, for the same town, I am a fire captain. I work uh, with code enforcement. Uh, I was first hired as administrative coordinator and uh, then uh, learned and promoted uh, for the job of code enforcement officer. At the moment, I'm back on uh, administrative coordinator uh, due to, you know, the Yeah, yeah the injuries. Yep. Injury. Yeah. Yeah. You have any advice for people that want to become firefighters now? Dream big, don't settle for average, and never, ever give up. That's right, because even if your local department is not hiring or not looking for volunteers, you can always find another department somewhere that needs you, right? Exactly. And I will say this, a lot of people don't consider the volunteer position. That is a great thing to do, not only to keep your certifications, I can promise everyone that's listening, if you're doing the job, it will make much more easy for you to show up for an interview because it will give you confidence to talk about something you're actually doing in the field, you know? Right, right. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. How do you tell your journey of being a hero when people ask you, what what do you do? I actually don't consider myself a hero, but um, like... (laughs) I, uh, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. My first job uh, was at the bank as a collection specialist when uh, pretty much I kind of told this uh, they faced uh, the hardship and uh, had to let go on uh, almost every employee was pretty much when I first realized I needed to look for something else and, uh, you know, Mm. have a career. So was the when I brought it up to my husband and uh, thank God he was fully supportive And uh, he was the one that helped me look where to start, like which courses I had to take and uh, to pretty much get where I am today. But uh, it started with the EMT school. Once I got certified uh, with that, that's emergency medical technician. That's basic life support. I kind of will say, uh, you know, a little bit more not just say EMT, because when you say EMT, a a lot of people that are not in a field don't know what that means, you know? Yes. And pretty much that's the difference with basic life support and a paramedic. A paramedic can inject drugs to revive uh, someone and it's advanced life support. So you start with the basics and uh, little by little graduate to a more advanced level to do this job. Mm. What's something that only a small circle of your friends know about? I love carrot cake from Texas de Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably not super healthy, but I promise you it's the best cake you will ever have in your life. So I must admit that I've never had Brazilian carrot cake, but I love carrot cake. I've always asked for that on my birthday, and that is my favorite cake. So that should be on your wish list this year to have from Texas to Brazil. From Texas to Brazil. So is it from Texas or is it from Brazil? No, uh, there is a steakhouse Brazilian called Texas to Brazil. Okay. And that's the restaurant uh, I'm talking about. <laughs> ah, okay. All right. Oh, by the way, I'm vegetarian. Uh, I used to eat meats, 
but uh, that was like a main key for me to get my cholesterol to normal levels. And uh, since I became a vegetarian, like uh, I literally normalized all my sugar, cholesterol, everything became like perfect levels. So I'm so glad that you said that because I was going to ask you about that. I became vegan a couple of years ago and all of my numbers, my chance of becoming diabetic went down to zero. Yeah. And all of my my numbers, my cholesterol, my blood sugar, they all dropped significantly. And I know a lot of bodybuilders eat a lot of meat because they think that they need protein. But uh, the big change for me was watching The Game Changers on Netflix. That's the same movie I watched with a co-worker. Uh-huh. And then I showed my husband. But I'm going to be honest with you. My husband, he did for about a year. We did it together. Uh-huh. But uh, he decided to go back to keto. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'll be honest too. I've had a couple of pieces of salmon. I've had shrimp. But I won't eat any beef or any pig. You know, but um, I have had a couple of... I actually can count on one hand. I've had three meals with uh, animal proteins in it, you know, but like I said, I definitely won't eat any cow and I won't eat any pig anymore, you know? Yeah, same thing. Uh, I won't go back to meat, but I did try shrimp. That was the only thing. And I'm a vegetarian now. Uh, I, I say vegetarian, not vegan, because I do eat eggs. So. Okay. Yeah. I'll eat eggs occasionally. So I call myself a plant-based non-strict vegan. So, <laughs> so <laughs> same thing. <laughs> yeah. So, so like if I'm starving and there's pizza around, I will have a slice of pizza, but you know, most situations I can avoid it, but if I'm starving, I'll do what I have to do. You know, <laughs> I agree with you. I had a couple of slices of pizza too. I love pizza. <laughs> All right. So your top five heroes, who's on your list? Chris Kyle, the American sniper, the military Kyle Carpenter, Marcus Latrell, that I think everybody knows who he is. Everyone that lost their lives on September 11 and all the survivors of September 11. All right. And if you could have your own Netflix special, what would it be? For sure. Super Jenna Firefighter Fitness. I love it. So <laughs> so you just gave me an idea for you. You should probably start a YouTube channel and turn it into a coaching program. It would probably blow up and it would probably take the place of uh, of anything else. You know, like you probably make so much money from it that you would be like, wow, why didn't I do this sooner? <laughs> <laughs> I actually do have a YouTube channel, but uh, it's only... With a couple of videos uh, working out, you know, and uh, it's not really big, <laughs> but I don't really promote it much. Well, and, well let's yeah. promote it right now. What's the name of the channel? I believe it's under Super Jenna Firefighter Fitness. Okay. Okay. So. Good. Because I was going to say, if that's not the name, you better change it today. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. If you could whisper into your ear at 18 and you could talk to that 18 year old Jenna, what would you tell her? I will tell her to stop trying to make everyone happy, to focus on Jenna's goals, you know, and uh, her own personal growth. Uh I will tell her to not focus so much on a situation and work more on solutions. I love it. And I will uh, 
not let others take my joy away uh, with talk down. I will believe more in myself. With people talking down to you, believe yeah. more in yourself. Yes. That's, that's awesome. I love it. Okay. So if money wasn't in the equation, right, you didn't have to worry about any bills, what would you spend the majority of your time doing? Working out. <laughs> I love a good pump. <laughs> so would you do like uh, seven hour workouts like all day long and just like record it? Mm, I would probably go multiple times a day to the gym and just work out different, uh, you know, maybe morning, just do cardio, early afternoon, upper body, and then uh, maybe late a little like after eight o'clock uh, at night, uh, probably a lower body workout. So there's two people that you just made me think of that you should follow. It's uh, Michael Vasquez. And I'm not sure if it's Velasquez or Vasquez, something like that, but he'll, he'll pop up. I'll send you the link later. And the okay. other one is Evolve Nation. For some reason, people on the internet love watching other people work out. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh. <laughs> I actually do. (laughs) But you can make a full-time living just from posting your videos of you working out. And and especially if you uh, tailor it directly to firefighters, I think it'll really blow up for you. It could. uh, I do need to work, like put more effort, meaning more content to my workout videos. But that, again, it will be down the road now. Yeah, yeah, because you got injuries that you got to take care of right now. Yeah, unfortunately. So if you had like, you know, so much money like Jeff Bezos, what would you spend all your money on if all of your family was already taken care of? I would uh, absolutely invest on uh, children's cancer research to find a cure. I have lost way too many people from cancer. So that's Mm. something that uh, really is in my heart. Mm, That's definitely a good, good purpose. If you could give any advice to upcoming women, what would you tell them? To work hard, be the hardest work uh, worker in the room, be absolutely unstoppable, be someone uh, people want to have their back, be serious about this profession. Uh, That's great advice. I love it. What's the best compliment or encouraging words that you ever got? For sure is the words, I believe in you. Those words, when I hear them, they literally fire me up. Like they put me on a physicality level that it can't stop me. It's really encouraging. I wish you could see my smile because I love to hear that too. And also, since we know that we love to hear it, we got to make sure we tell more people the same thing, you know? Absolutely. Uh, what's the most ridiculous thing that anybody ever said to you? Uh, someone uh, wanted uh, to arm wrestle me. So I don't know. Mm. <laughs> here's, here's a question that just popped up into my head. You get any creeps in your... A lot. Uh, yeah, I imagine. Because there's so many creeps online. <laughs> but honestly, I I don't waste my time on that. Like, I just block them. Good. Good for you. What are some of the ways that uh, firemen make money? Well, a lot of us have, uh, like, side jobs, like realtors, landscape business, pressure cleaning. 
Instagram influencers, sponsored uh -huh. athletes, you know? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right. So what's your next project after you recover? What are you working on? I want to continue education on the fire inspector field. Uh, okay. I wish to become a fire investigator, but uh, at the moment, I'm only fire inspector one, which I will need to keep doing the other levels until you become a, a fire investigator. So I have like a long uh, journey ahead of me until I get there. Mm. But um, I also want to get my bachelor degree in fire science mm -hmm. so so that's also on a plan so i am not really sure right now if i'm gonna go continue with the fire inspector field or go straight to the bachelor's degree in fire science first and then you know finish the other one that uh, i want to pursue as well as far as promotion uh, i do have a couple clothing companies uh, that sponsor me on Instagram and they are actually listed on my profile if anyone wants to know who they are. <laughs> and your profile is? At SuperJenna82. I have so, two actually. The other one is at Super underline Jenna82. Uh, okay, so it's uh, Super and then it's J-E-N-N-A, the number 82. Correct. Yeah, so I'll definitely uh, tag you in the post when this goes live. But um, I know my audience is definitely going to want to follow your journey because you're very inspiring. And, you know, a lot of women are going to get empowered from your message. I'm going to hit you with my last five questions because I re really respect your time and I appreciate you coming on. I just want to ask you and tell you, I know you don't consider yourself a hero, but I do consider you a hero. What does being a hero mean to you? Put your life on the line so others can live. And are you comfortable with that hero label? Absolutely. If ever I lose my life by saving another life, that will be worth every sacrifice made for it. Boom, there it is. <laughs> when you're stressed out and you feel like you're almost at your breaking point, how do you save yourself? Carrot cake, massage, <laughs> cuddle time. And for sure, like my husband knows best how to get me calm and collected. <laughs> but I also, not being more serious, uh, meditation and prayer for sure. Like when the stress levels are so high that uh, I can feel anxious, uh, like the anxiety levels like really affect me that I can't turn off my mind. I need to turn off. And uh, by using meditation and prayer, that's really what works for me. Mm, what is your best ability? What's your strength? Your power today? What's your power? Knowing that nothing happens without a reason. And it's how you look at the situations and your attitude uh, towards it that will make the best outcome. So it's your faith and your reaction to things, your response response yes. to things your faith and your response that's a great power and uh just for fun if you had a uh, super superpower and if you were like a you know like a comic book hero what power would you have and why to make people feel loved and happy in this career we come across so many people that are lonely and just waiting to die and life is a gift. Life is precious. I put all my efforts in every single call to make people feel cared and loved. 
That's awesome. So I could see you showing up to a call and like something like magical comes out of either your hand, like you tap the person on the shoulder and then they feel happiness and love or something comes out of your mouth, like the words and it goes into their ear. Like I could almost see the wave and then they feel happiness and calm. Yeah, it also goes a lot with uh, eye contact. If they can see in your eyes, you genuinely care, it takes the call to another level. So you probably have that superpower now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be super. <laughs> super, Jenna. I appreciate you and I really, really respect everything that you're doing, especially you know watching your journey online. And I just want to thank you for coming on. Like I said, I really appreciate everything that you've done for society. You are a hero. Thank you. No, thank you for this opportunity to share a little bit of my journey. And again, if by hearing my story and, uh, you know, relating to it, maybe in a way, it inspire others to better themselves, you know, like and uh, step to, up and step up and answer the call. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And to also it may not be on the fire field, but uh, what if somebody listening to this podcast today think about, oh, I want to become a nurse or, oh, I want to be a bodybuilder, you know, yep. pursue your dreams. Life is short and make the best of it today. Don't wait for tomorrow. That was beautiful, Jenna. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. All right. All right, family. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Everyone I interview, I've chosen for you guys because of their story. And I hope that you get some value every single time. If you did get value or just just simply enjoyed the episode, please share the episode with someone that you know. If you know of a guest, a frontline hero that has an amazing story, something uplifting or a positive message, Hit me up in the contact form of www.davidleith.com or DM me at Instagram at davidleith1. Subscribe to the show because I have some really phenomenal guests coming up in the next few weeks that you definitely don't want to miss. All right, one.